have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Bang! Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. Here's Middleton. Giannis trailing the lob. Welcome back to The Playbook, an NBA podcast where we talk about news all around the NBA, any team, any time. Uh, as usual, I'm your host, Sal, joined by my co-host, Mark. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. How are you, Sal? Fantastic. Just got back from Toronto. Uh, this podcast episode is going to be a day late, so that is, that is why. Uh, I think to kick things off, um, I think I'll tell everyone about my experience with this Pacers-Raptors game. Um so I flew in to Toronto um, to watch my first Pacers game, and they played the Raptors, ended up losing by 40, but there's a whole lead-up to this eventual loss. Now, um, I was excited, obviously, to go to my first Pacers game, um, as I have been a Pacers fan for about uh, four or five seasons now, and um, they ended up having a fire at the arena an electrical fire in the speakers and the game ended up getting shut down fans had to evacuate the building and i only got to watch about 15 minutes of basketball and uh it was very very frustrating 15 Um, minutes of tyrese halliburton for 15 minutes of tyrese he scored one basket and it was a corner fade away i watched o'shea cook a little bit but man Precious Achua is a dog. <laughs> I don't know what it is. This guy was like four for four from three or five for five. I can't remember, but it seemed every single time the Raptors shot the basketball, it went in. Pascal was cooking us. Uh, it wasn't even like like Fred was good, I think, but like it was Pascal and Precious were just cooking the Pacers. And um, That's I mean, good, we though. were sitting there like I'm the only one in the arena with a Pacers jersey on, obviously. Um, and, you know, it's it's tough to watch your team when you're down by 30 after th- in the third in the first quarter. They were already down by 30. And um, I mean, even if the game didn't get evacuated, I don't know how me and my father could sit through us losing by 40 points. Um and actually, before we left, I said to my parents, I said that I didn't want to go to the Raptors-Pacers game because I know that the Raptors always annihilate the Pacers in every single way. And uh, if you look back at matchups in the past few years, I mean, they lost by 50 when they play, and that's the same game that they lost Jeremy Lamb for a whole season. But uh, the Raptors, and same with Oladipo, I actually went down against the Raptors as well, so... The Raptors uh, aren't too good to the Pacers, and um, I know as soon as this fire happened, we we actually saw a the fire occur because we were up in the nosebleeds. It wasn't the best seats to be honest. I would have preferred to be on like the court level, but um, like court level as in like you can walk from your seat to the yeah, to the court, you know. Um, but I mean, like we saw a speaker like. One of the guys in our in our box uh, pointed it out, and and we were like, "Oh man, like this isn't gonna be good." And then a fire started in another speaker uh, across all the way at the other side of the arena, and uh, then we started seeing like people getting up, and there was like a whole section uh, directly across from us that was just empty seats, and uh, eventually it kind of started like flowing into around, and then it ended up at our area. And um, firefighters came. Um, we got when we left. Uh, it, it was a non. It wasn't a dangerous fire, so I don't know. Like it, they said, it wasn't harmful to to humans. I don't know why they couldn't take the fans out and then put them back in later. That would have been fairer to everyone's money. I mean, like they offered a full refund, but I, I can't get a refund because we flew out there for the game. You know, you pay money to go on this plane, but you can't get a refund because the Raptors have nothing to do with that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of disappointing, but, I mean, we lost by 40 anyways. I'd be pissed if I was a Raptors fan flying in from here and I only got 15 minutes, but, uh, yeah. Um, 
they took us out of the arena. We, uh, tons of people outside. There's fire trucks. I think three fire trucks, or three, four, five fire trucks. Uh, and it was it was a surreal experience. I, I I can't think of any other time that fans got evacuated like that. Do you know of anything that's kind of? <laughs> um, I, I, I remember in a summer league game one time, there was like an earthquake. I think it was a Pelican summer league game. There was an earthquake and they just kind of paused the game and nothing really happened from there. But I can't think of any time where fans were actually fully evacuated out. And you're, you're saying that you wouldn't have been able to watch through the, the Pacers get blown out by 40, but is that not exactly what you would have wanted to have? Hey, hey, yeah, I, I mean, ideally, when I watch the Pacers, I'm rooting for, like, a, t- a within 10-point loss. Because yeah, I want to see that. some competition, you know? I like, get I'm that. sure you've been with, going through this as a Rockets fan for 100%. a couple, a few, two, two three years. And, oh, yeah. you know, you want to see a competitive loss. You don't want to see them get slaughtered every time. Because... I mean, being the only person wearing a Pacers jersey in that arena, just sitting there like, I mean, like someone hits a three-point, I'm just like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't get hype. It's not like, like what I wanted was the fourth quarter. I wanted it to be close back and forth. I'm like, let's go. Like Tyrese hits a big shot. I wanted us to, I didn't care if we won or lost, honestly, but um, going into it, I said it was the only time I'd actually root for the Pacers to come out with a win, but no, I get uh, that. I mean, you know. I've been like the last two years, ever since the Harden trade, every single Rockets game I've gone into watching, it's just like, okay, I want to lose on like a game winner. Like, I would happily go 0 and 82, and the other team, every single game is like one or two points decided. Like, one or two points decided by that that amount. One basket. That's what I want every single time. So, I, I get exactly what you mean, actually. But, oh man, that must be brutal. Like, I, I've never been to an NBA game. But I can't, like I've been to a couple sporting events and I can't imagine you get there you're so excited you're getting to watch your favorite team that you've been supporting from so far away for years and then you just have to get evacuated over a speaker lighting because that's probably the first time that's ever happened unless we're forgetting something that's probably the first time I, and I can't what are think the of odds what are the odds of that happening it's, to it's you ridiculous. the one game you go to that's yeah. tough that's very tough um, that actually sucks. Yeah, it sucked. Um, but I mean, it's a really cool story. Like, who, who can cool tell story. a story that they got a vacuum cool st- out of an NBA game? Like, I mean, like, it is a cool story. That's for sure. No, that's that's. We I got mean, there an hour early to watch them warm up as well. You know. Yeah. Was so, there like a panic within the arena? Within no, the fans like everyone just like left and like I mean, we were standing there for ten minutes before they came and asked us to leave. Like, we were just watching us like posting about it, did a little video yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> update everybody but um on the all pacer story it was a crazy video. night like holy and, and then when we were getting there we took the ttc metro i'm sure if anyone's living in toronto they, they for sure know what that is but basically there's a whole metro system if you don't aren't familiar with it it runs through all of toronto and you can get from point a to point b on a relative a pretty cheap uh option of quickly. travel very quick like very quickly and uh, when we were getting there, we were supposed to get off at uh, the stop that's right in front of Scotiabank uh, Center, I believe it's the center. But uh, there was like a, a like a deranged man, a shirtless deranged man who walked up. He like stomped up behind this couple of people and he screamed as loud as he could in their ear. And he looked like a caveman and it like freaked me out. But then, like, they noticed the stuff on the metro, like, so fast, they just, like, skipped by the stop. So we had to run 15 minutes from the next stop to the to the arena, and it was raining. Oh, God. So that, oh, was, God. that was the first start to this kind of disastrous Raptors-Pacers experience. At least the Pacers added another loss to their, to their, uh, to their record. At the very least, they did. That's one one loss closer to a top four pick. I mean, like to be honest, like these past three games that the Pacers have lost have really like helped their odds with the standings yeah. because they had the Kings on their like on their tail. Like they were right. It was almost tied. I mean, they played the Kings. Damon Jones hit that game-winning basket, and if the Pacers won, that would have been tied for their records. But since the Kings have won 
I think they're on a two or three game win streak since that Pacers or like including that Pacers game. So a two. So I, I, I guess they're ahead by three games now. So they're not going to catch the Pacers. Basically, their Pacers are also about to lose to the Hawks tonight. So it's going to be hard for them to catch the Pacers. So yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm done. I'm ready for the season to finish. But I mean, the East. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, but just just you wait until after the season when you're tanking. And you're I'm not so in the playoffs. excited for the draft. I am so thrilled. When, when you're when, look, you and I both, we've been pretty lucky with our teams at the very least making the playoffs. I mean, mine's made it a little further than yours has most of the time. But <laughs> exit every time. but um, but when you have to watch like a full playoff run and your team's just uninvolved, it's still cool. But you're also just waiting to watch your team play again. So. I guess that's something you'll find out about in like a few weeks. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But you know, I, I, I when when we watched, uh, I mean, every NBA fan was pretty tuned in on this series. I mean, when I was watching this series that I'm about to talk about, I was more of a casual, pretty casual fan. But I wish I experienced it now. But it was the Cavs versus Pacers with Prime Depot and LeBron. I mean, this is the best version of LeBron anyone's ever seen. And I, I stand by that. That 2018 LeBron in the playoffs was ridiculous. But, um, you know, it was it was a, definitely a goaltend in that game five versus uh, the Pacers. And, man, that was a series. Game seven, like, oh, that was awesome. But uh, since then, since losing in game seven, they've been zero and nine in the playoffs. So they got swept two years in a row, which is pretty funny. So... I haven't experienced a playoff win in since since 2018, which is uh, and we've made the playoffs two times since then. So can't relate. <laughs> Cannot relate. Hey, uh, but, if Chris Paul didn't get injured there, you would have had to. If Chris Paul did not get injured in that series against the Rockets, there. I would have seen them win a championship. Yeah. Oh, I'll never. I remember watching that game when he got hurt. I was just sitting on my couch, and after he got injured, I'm just slowly like sinking into my couch. I just accepted defeat. And then when they missed 27 threes in a row a couple games later, that was it's tough to watch. But that's neither here nor there. Another thing that happened, not not uh, around the same time as your as your uh, fun experience at the Pacers game, well, Pacers-Raptors game, was that, that, uh, that little scuffle on the Miami Heat bench. Remember that? That was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's what happens when you have a team full of menaces on you. Like, like every single player on that team is just ready to fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, except maybe like Omer Yurtsevan. I think yeah. that's the only guy. <laughs> Omer Yurtsevan. <laughs> I mean, like you've got Udon talking so big for a guy who does not touch the court. <laughs> uh, talking to Jimmy Butler like that. I mean, it was hilarious, and the, but they played it off really well. In all fairness, to them, uh, especially Spolstra, played it off really well. Like they were going um, at each other's throats, though, in this oh, video. Oh yeah, like you like, had to hold, you had to hold. Like Jimmy Butler had to be held back by Dwayne Dedman. Um and like I get it. I mean, tempers flare when you're in, when you're in like a high stakes situation with a group of guys who are already always ready to like explode. Um, yeah, that that could that could happen, but uh, if they if they bounce back from it, they're they're the Heat. They it's part of the Heat culture, I guess. So mm -hmm. it's just funny to watch on the side, like on the sidelines, and you see the videos after, and you see these guys just blasting into each other. So uh, who do you got in a fight, uh, Jimmy or Udon? Oh, Jimmy. 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 No, Jimmy, I, I'm I'm Jimmy. taking Udon. Udon, all Udon day. barely barely man, has working Udon, knees at this point. Udon, Udon has is no... a beast, man. Udon would kill Jimmy. But like, anyway, I, I mean, I, I, I it was crazy. It was a what, crazy what, fight. Like, like Udon's gonna like t take a couple steps to like to the side too quickly, and he's gonna like tear his ACL, MCL, <laughs> like everything all at once. He, he's like 60 years old at this point. There's no 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 no, no way. Well, uh, speaking of another powerhouse team in the East, well, what we expect to be a powerhouse in the playoffs, uh, we got Kyrie Irving, who has been stellar, stellar in these re in this last month. I mean, um, now he's allowed to finally play home games, so uh, they'll be lifting the vaccine mandate in New York. 
pretty soon, in, uh, definitely in time for the playoffs. Um, they, they already did. Oh, they already did? They already did. He oh, played so against he's, the, oh, so he's played he in a home game. The Horn- yeah, he played against oh, okay. the Hornets. Was that just one game that at home then? That he's um, played so far? Yes. Okay, okay. Well, he'll be playing home games for the rest of the season and the playoffs, uh, which is great because the Nets are expected to get Ben Simmons back in time for the playoffs. At least that's what they're hoping. Uh, I mean, he's definitely healthy. It's just his mental thing. But uh, got to make sure that they don't play uh, Philly at all or else maybe Ben will uh, put, pull the um, mental health card or not I, play. I, I, I I'm not. I'm going to disagree with you there, to be honest. I don't. I think he's. I think he'd be happy to play in Brooklyn at this point. I think in Philly, maybe you could make that argument. Um, and we can talk about the validity of that another time. But I, I, I would. I think now it's like an actual back issue. What is it? Herniated disc, which is something he's had problems yeah, with in the yeah. past before. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be too quickly to too quick to jump on the whole like, oh, he's just not playing. Because really, at this point. Why wouldn't he? Like yeah, he's, exactly. He's in a, he looks very right. happy to be. In, he looks very happy to be in Brooklyn. I mean, I I I know I for sure would be very happy to be on the same team as Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So mm-hmm. I don't see what he has to complain about now. But it's just a matter of time. And when he comes back, that's a huge difference maker for the for the Nets. Uh, ben Simmons, when he was playing, people for like people have forgotten how good Ben Simmons actually is, just because that that little run in the playoffs. I mean, he's one of the best defensive players in the whole league, especially on the perimeter. Probably top three defender in the league. I mean, if if he's not, it'd be very easy to argue for him to be in that in that uh in that group. And offensively, I f- I feel like well, I hope Steve Nash can kind of drill him into this really dynamic off-ball runner, even without his shooting backdoor cuts just feeding off of the amount of space that Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving creates by sucking players in. So, uh, uh, I mean, a little bit of a pause on that one, but uh, do you think that um, Ben Simmons will, uh, I mean, I mean, obviously he's a positive. He's not going to be a net negative to the team, but do you think that it'll take time for them to adjust quickly because they're going into the playoffs and they're most likely going to get him maybe – they're probably not going to see him in the regular season, so they'll probably get him at the start of the playoffs. And do you think that will cause them, make them have a couple games where they have to adjust, or do you think they can just plug him in instantly? Uh, well, it's an adjustment anytime you want to integrate a big time player in, mm-hmm. or any player really into your team, especially one that you want to be playing big time minutes. Mm-hmm. Like Ben, they're probably going to work Ben Simmons up towards. But um, I don't think it'll be as bad as, as, like, let's say they had to integrate a player similar to James Harden, which obviously they didn't have to do this season. But if, like, he's not as ball... He, I don't think he'll be playing an as ball-dominant of a role. I think he'll be more, a lot more doing a lot more off the ball. More of a forward, though, for them, probably. Oh, 100%. Uh, he's definitely not giving me the team point guard. No chance. No. Um... Yeah, well, maybe with maybe if he's like if they kind of stagger the minutes and he's playing with the sec- the the bench lineup. Yeah. But, but I can't see him running running plays when uh, Kyrie, even one of Kyrie or Katie are on the court. That's just not who he probably will be in this NBA until he develops some type of perimeter game. Yeah. But I think I think they'll be. I mean, I I know for sure I wouldn't want to be the team that finds out in the first round of the playoffs how good this Nets team actually is. With ben I mean, I mean yeah, like Ben Simmons, no extremely versatile. I mean, the only position that he probably can't play is shooting guard for obvious reasons. But I mean, I, I like the idea of them running him at center sometimes, Me uh, too. and a good amount of minutes for center because that would be ridiculous. Like the, the the rim running and like the lob threat that Ben Simmons will pose for that team would be oh, nuts. Yeah. Um, uh, and you could just play him at different spots. You can see, like, adjust him to the game, and teams are going to have to adjust to that on the fly, which will be really hard because they haven't got to play against him in the regular season, you know? 100%. I mean, if you can get to a point where you're running, like, a lineup of, like, KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and, like, I'm not sure. I mean... Blake Griffin? No, no. Patty no, Mills? No. Maybe even, like, Bruce Brown or something like that. Yeah, Bruce Brown would be good. Yeah. Uh, that, that'd be... I mean, sure, Patty Mills could probably work too. Patty Mills is an incredible shooter. Mm-hmm. So, 
that could probably work as well. But um, I that I I would I don't want to be I don't want to be the team that hustled the whole season. And it's looking like the Nets will probably be a playing team. Um, but I wouldn't want to be the team that grinds the whole season to get one of the top seeds just to come up against the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. That would that would be awful. Uh, no, that would that would really suck. I mean, like no one wants to be that team. Everyone's. I feel like a lot of teams are just going to be trying to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of teams like the East this year is is very very good. Um, let's talk about some injuries that we have going around the league right now. Um, start off with the biggest one probably is uh, LeBron James, who just recently injured himself. I think it was was it yesterday? Yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, yesterday he Pelicans. injured his ankle. Yeah. Um, Pelicans came back down 23 or something like that, and uh, LeBron said his ankle feels terrible, and that is a horrible sign for the Lakers. Uh, I don't think they're not. If LeBron's out for the rest of the season, I mean, they've got teams like right on their tail as well, and I think they could definitely lose their play in spot potentially, you know? Oh, yeah, to the Spurs. I mean, the Spurs, I think, are one game behind the Lakers at this point. Yeah, one game, and uh, yikes. If Russell Westbrook has to lead that team, they are not. They there's a there's a chance they don't win another game this season. I don't know what their schedule is looking like, but just based off of how they are, um, yeah, it, it didn't look good. It didn't look good at all. I mean, no, the ankle yeah, crack I've seen the picture flat, of that. Like, yeah, flat, um, flat. And he, LeBron, even said he's had sprained ankles before, as as I, probably every NBA player has. But mm-hmm. obviously, there's there's better and worse and who would know better how bad the injury is than the injured player. So that that's 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 big news. That's scary news for that team. Uh, it was probably time to call a wraps on the season a while ago, but if he even has to miss a couple games, it, he might as well just sit the season. Yeah. Um, speaking of LeBron's former team, the Cavaliers, which I actually didn't even know that this guy got injured, but Evan Mobley with also another ankle injury. Uh, his, according to Woj, about five seconds ago, uh, he was just confirmed that his X-ray on his ankle was negative. So, uh, I mean, that's a good thing for the Cavs. At least they'll still have him for the playoffs, hopefully. Oh, yeah. I mean, if the Cavs lose Mobley... It's over. Both their two best big men? That would be bad if they lost Mobley. Then They're defensive what? anchors, too. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. I mean... Evan Mobley's a, a scary player mm-hmm. when he's healthy, obviously. Jared Allen's probably easier to replace, but still a big time loss for them. Yeah, which sucks because I was I was really excited to watch them in the playoffs. I mean, it looked like they were gonna make it. It looked like they were they weren't even gonna be a part of the play-in. So, uh, yeah, no, I I I knew he got hurt, but I didn't even know he was getting X-rays. Yeah, uh, I didn't know about that either. Um, but who else? Uh, we got we got Josh Giddy. Uh, I mean, this isn't as relevant because he's missed a ton of games, but he's gonna sit the rest of the season with hip soreness, as well as Miles Turner uh, also sitting the rest of the season with a uh, foot stress reaction. Um, two teams that are trying to tank out tank each other, um, and I mean it's kind of expected for both for both teams. I'd say at least. Oh yeah, and honestly, at this point, like especially with the Thunder there's no point in in like even if there's like the slightest bit of annoyance with giddy what's the point i mean he's just a rookie he has nothing to like there's nothing there's no point in him playing like the last few games of the season which they're gonna try and lose anyways uh with turner i feel like this was pretty obvious very obvious very very obvious i mean it was in january so i mean dude has i don't even know if how many games he's played in 2022 but like who cares? Under, under 10. Like, I mean, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just excited to see what he does with Halliburton next year. But That is going to be exciting. That's going to that's a duo I was actually looking forward Halliburton to. Halliburton and the draft pick. Sorry, I don't even know who's going to be a duo with Miles pick. Turner. I think it's going to be the draft pick and Halliburton and Miles Turner's the third fiddle. But um, What about it, Ijax? Yeah, but I mean, I think yeah, Turner, that Turner, gets, Turner's better than Ijax, and I think the draft pick's going to be better must he has to be better or else that's a massive issue a big issue but isaiah jackson's um, cool but if what like let's say they get the top five pick and it's he's not better than isaiah jackson i don't know what to tell you but another big young big uh, 
there's a few actually what some worse than others but uh james wiseman they just fully degraded him to out for the season it's not that surprising i mean he was in the g league he kind of came back for a bit but then they uh then they just he had some type of setback with his knee it didn't respond well and he's just out for the season which kind of sucks because people were hoping that in myself include that he would take a second year jump mm-hmm. with the warriors but obviously injuries are injuries you can't do anything about that and hopefully you can just be back inside for the next one i guess yeah and, uh, yeah for sure we have a pretty injury riddled week here or a week or two uh robert williams Oh, this uh, one's terrible. This one's a bad this one. This one's for terrible. Celtics I was fans. so sad Horrible when I saw one. this. Robert Williams missing probably the playoffs, right? I uh, mean, with, with a meniscus tear. Yes, I mean, depending on how bad the tear is, he might be able to play through it. Kind of like I, if I'm not mistaken, Embiid played through a bit of one. Um, but that's that's we have to wait and see on that. If Robert Williams has to miss the playoffs, though, that's such a big loss for the Celtics, who are playing as like one of the top teams in the NBA. Um, it's so sad. I love watching Robert Williams. He's such a fun defender. He comes rotates off the ball so well. And oh man, this was this was his year. This was his year. And oh, I was so sad when I saw the news. I was honestly, oh, it was terrible. Yeah, very. Not even a Celtics fan. Very unfortunate. But, Al Horford's gonna have to turn back the clock. Uh, really Al Horford's still good. Al Horford's aged really well. Yeah, he's been. He's great. He's still good. He's forget still very that year good on. NBA forget player. that year in Philly. Forget that time in Philly. That yeah, that, that was that, that was, was bad. that was that was. I don't even know what and that the thunder, was. And the Thunder. And the Thunder. Well, actually, he was pretty good on the Thunder before they shut him down. But that that that's why they shut him down because he was pretty good. Yeah. But um, no, Al Horford's a really good player too. He's aged super well, but forget him. The Robert Williams news was so sad. It came out of nowhere too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I very had, random. Like, very. I was very surprised when I saw it. Um, yeah, no, that sucks. I hope. I hope it's. I hope it's minor and he can end up playing through it. But I wouldn't bet on it personally. Yeah. Um, we also have a team that is competing with the Pacers, and I'm actually wearing a shirt with their logo on it right now. But the Sacramento Kings. Uh, there's my second favorite team in the NBA, only because Sabonis is on it. And Sabonis is going to be out for the rest of the season with a knee injury that he suffered um, a couple weeks ago. And same with his partner, uh, the Fox and the Ox, De'Aaron Fox, uh, also likely to be out for the rest of the season with a hand injury. Now, both these players, if the Kings were competing, probably would be back at some point in the regular season. But since they are not a very good team, they're not going to make the playoffs, they're not going to make the play-in, the Kings are deciding to uh, sit him out. clear sign that they they messed up doing this trade but we've talked about this trade so many times so i'm just going to skip over that conversation um but yeah i mean it's expected the kings uh, usually at this time in the nba a lot of bad teams shut down their best player if they're at risk of getting injured or like or having an injury problem uh like we see with like brandon ingram missed a bunch of time but he is actually back now so we'll talk a bit about that later and yeah any thoughts on that like the Kings are the Kings. I don't, I don't even want to say it anymore. I just feel bad. I, yeah. I don't even know. To, I, like, I, like every single person has the exact same opinion on the Kings. I, I, I honestly, it's, it's, it's not worth saying. I just feel so bad for the fans of that franchise. It's so sad to watch. Yeah. I mean, and Ty- Tyrese, uh, Tyrese just had a game lost against the Hawks by nine points. He just had 25 points and 13 assists two blocks and two steals that's ridiculous i don't know how you give up that guy for sabonis but uh it's yeah uh, th- there's there's no point honestly there's no saving that team it, they, they are they are the poverty franchise yeah yeah that, that, that's all <laughs> that, that's sure. all that needs to be said for that's all sure. that needs to be said. for sure um and then we also have john morant uh, pretty big loss for the Grizzlies, but I think they can close it out this regular season and hopefully get him back in time for the playoffs because they're going to desperately need him, even though they're still a great team without John Morant. So, oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen this. They're the second seed, right? So, yeah. great team. I mean, they sh- they don't have to worry about the rest of the regular season. But... No, that, that'll be fine. But uh, if he's back by the playoffs, again, 
another team. I do not want to face this Grizzly team. This Grizzly team is years ahead of schedule. Uh, I don't think a single person expected to be them to be here this early. They're like, I don't know, maybe you could expect them to be at this point in like three, four years. Not in 2022. So they've just done such an... They're, they're doing it right. The Grizzlies are one of the teams that do it right. Like they build a team the right way, they do everything. They do everything properly. They don't mess up. Yeah, well, and they, I've I've seen people throwing rarely. around the word dynasty a lot with this team, and I mean it wouldn't surprise me. Like we could be seeing a dynasty in the making. Well, for a Grizz, let, let's let's let's. I let's mean, relax it's a new word. it's a new it's a new era for the like you know the last era they had was grit and grind, right? With, let's, uh, let's relax on the dynasty word. I, I mean, they've people, got to win people one have been first. throwing that around. They've got I mean, to win. One. They've got. I mean, they're one. They've got to make this. Multiple, have they? Be, have, they've you know? got to make a conference finals first. I know, but what I'm saying is that they have this team that's already so good, and I think they have a good amount of money to like be flexible with. And spend, they have to pay so, all their guys, though. I know, but maybe they have enough money to throw out another guy or trade for another guy that would want to be there and be another piece beside Jaw and Jaron and, and Desmond. Don't forget and Desmond. Desmond. And don't Desmond. don't downplay and Desmond. Desmond. I'm not gonna downplay him, but uh, I mean, I, I I doubt it. I don't think the Grizzlies are not getting a premier guy in free agency. Do you think they're gonna get a ring with Jaw Morant on the team? Yes. How soon? Within the next fifteen years, Fifth, <laughs> uh, you're gonna have an old John Morant competing then. That's Whoa! A, I said within the next within, fifteen years, not okay. in fifteen well, years. That makes it sound like you're assuming it'll be somewhere in the ten to fifteen year range, right? No. Well, that's an assumption you made. I'm just saying within fifteen years, you could take that however you want. Um, I wish they hadn't picked Zaire Williams though. Yeah, that was that that he's. I don't like that pick. Look. I didn't like him in college. To be fair, he had a lot of issues in college that were out of his control. But uh, I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me. He hasn't shown a whole lot in the NBA. Not a fan of him now. But hopefully he develops. I mean, like I, I forget I he exists. I honestly forget he exists at times. Okay, well, you might be a little bit of casual. <laughs> I mean, it's not casual to you say. You might be a little bit of I a mean, casual. He was drafted this year, and there's like barely any buzz around him. Like what is what he's doing in the league he's like unless i'm totally like missing like i his, mean you like, might be stellar, a casual that, he, i don't know if not i don't know if that's casual worthy but um he has not been stellar, to say the least but uh yeah I, i'm like obviously i'm not calling him a bust or anything like that it's way too soon he's what like 55 games into his nba career so but i don't know it's just a weird pick i didn't really like it at the time i don't like it now who could they have taken instead? I mean, could have taken someone like, I guess, Chris Duarte's old Moses Moody would have been a really cool pick. Jalen Johnson probably would have been a reach at 10, but trade down, draft Jalen Johnson, who I am super high on. But anyways, um, aside from Ja, I mean, we've got Bojan. Yeah, boy. former Pacer. Um, loved this guy when Oladipo went down. But he's been out for eight games now with his calf, which was pretty pretty a low-key injury because nobody really cares about the Jazz. But, uh, yeah, he's Very questionable true. to play this next game, so he could return uh, this next game or the one after that, likely. But uh, we also have some big injury returns that I just want to zip by this quickly. Um, you know, I'll let you talk about Patrick Williams and Chris Paul. My, my dog, Patrick Williams. I was a huge fan of him when he got... He got drafted. I really liked him as rookie year. I had high expectations for the second year. Uh, I think the five games he played before he got hurt, he uh, did not meet my expectations, to say the least. And uh, <laughs> these first four games back, he has not met them either. But I'm not going to hold that against him too much. He was just out for what, like 65 Basically games? Basically the whole season. Basically yeah, whole practically season. a season. I mean, he got injured in what november i think something like that very, very um, early on october Octo october november something like very that and on. then he's coming back in mar late march so it's tough to really say too much about him but i mean if the bulls hadn't fallen off the way they have i would have said that the, that could have been an x factor for them because defensively he's a huge plus when he's 
fully back in the flow. Uh, I mean, that's really why they drafted him for for the defensive potential. So Southpaw. But I mean, Isn't sure. His Isn't that his nickname? Uh, or one of them. The Paw. The, the paw, paw. Sorry. Yeah. The Paw. The paw. That's, that's what it is. It's disrespectful. Not, not Southpaw. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's something else. Another yes, very different thing actually. Um, but the bigger return, Chris Paul. One that I did not think would happen in the regular season, and I'm not too sure why they're bringing him back right now, to be totally honest. Um, it doesn't look like he's missed a single game based off of the way he's playing. He's just so good and so much better than most players, in the, like almost everyone in the NBA. Um, at 36 years old, practically 37, so... He's scary good. Uh, the Suns are scary with him back on the court. They were scary without him. They're scary with him. I thought he would be missing the start of the playoffs even though. So to have him back before the regular season ends is a pretty big deal. Uh, I hope they take it slow. I hope they don't take any risks or anything with him. Because that would suck. I really, I want to see, Chris Paul should have had a ring in Houston. And I hope he can finally now get one in uh, in Phoenix. I hope. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. Chris Paul, aging like fine wine. Uh, one of the few players in NBA history, honestly, that can still play at an elite level at that age. I mean, like LeBron, Carl Malone. But, like, you know, players that play that long in their careers, like 15 or even, like, 14-plus years, uh, is pretty rare for them to be still, like, like high-level all-star quality. But oh, yeah. um, All-NBA. Yeah, all-NBA quality. Um, we also have a few more injury returns slash rumors. Um, Paul George is actually questionable for the next game they play, and he just cleared his first five-on-five five practice. Any thoughts about that? I mean, it's cool. I, I hope I hope he can come back because the Clippers have actually built a really good supporting cast. Very good. But they're not obviously not going to go anywhere without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And Norman uh, Powell, too. Got to respect Norman Powell. He's a good piece around them. He's he was part piece. of the supporting I mean, they, cast they, that I was they've talking been, about. They've been riddled with injuries, though. So uh, Especially to that big two. I mean, that big two is mm-hmm. the biggest part. But, uh, yeah, like you've got like Reggie Jackson on that team as well. Robert Covington. Yeah. Luke Kennard. But Paul George and Kawhi, if, as long as they can get them back, then that's another team that I wouldn't want to grind the whole season for, be one of the top seeds just to play against them in the first round. I don't really know what's happening with Kawhi, to be honest, though. I don't think anyone really knows. He's, um, he's always a low-key player, so, yeah. you know. So expected. I guess we'll see about that. But if they can have both back, even for next season, that's Ooh. a scary team. I just want to see a, a full regular no. season and playoff run. With them healthy the whole way. Oh yeah, with because this, this roster. team, this roster, that's that like not only in the playoffs but in the regular season, that's a dominant team. Like that's top three oh, seed yeah. in my opinion. Probably, honestly, as long as they're all healthy, all playing like sixty-five plus games. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're like relative to what they have now to even be the seventh seed, I mean, the eighth seed in the West. It's impressive. Is really impressive. So. I, I guess there's only one way to find out how good they are. Watch them really play. <laughs> yeah, and then another one. I mean, Zion, he's he's. we saw that video he posted. Yeah, uh, uh, alley-oop, I don't, self-alley-oop No, he like threw it off the backboard. And yeah, like, self-alley-oop I don't, Honestly, I don't really know what to say about him. He's not playing this season. That's obvious no, enough. No, um, no. Even if the Pelicans were going to go on some deep playoff run, he probably wouldn't have played in that either. But mm-hmm. they obviously aren't going to do that. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to say. Uh, the timing was interesting because it came right after they shut him down. So, but I don't know. Zion in New Orleans has just been a total disaster. There's not a lot to talk about. Let's There's Zion. not a lot to talk about. Um, it's uh, kind of the usual. I just want to see him on the court again. Yeah, because he's so good, and the disrespect towards Zion is getting a little out of hand. I've That's also heard uh, some rumors with. Uh, yeah, the disrespect's a little crazy, but I've heard some rumors that. There's actually a, a decently high probability that he gets traded in the offseason. I think some NBA anonymous GM said that. I don't know if I'm speaking something that I like am totally like miscommunicating in my head right now. But yeah, I mean, there's a decent chance that he gets traded. And that would just suck. Like that's that's a first overall pick. 
that the Pelicans were supposed to draft to be a franchise player, and to see him out on the move this early. I mean, it's not we don't just any get... first overall pick. Yeah, too, like, a, like, like a like a just generational any. talent. This is guy. this is Zion Williamson, and I, I mean, his first year was incredible. His second year, he takes this huge jump. He has a historic offensive season, especially on the inside. Yeah. Uh, he's this. He's one of, if not the best, paint scorers in the league. At like 22 years old. Yeah, he averaged the most um, points in the paint like when he played last. He's he's incre- like he's without a doubt an insane NBA player already. Surely only bound to improve. Uh, to lose him so early is obviously awful, especially right because they got him right after the last AD, right? So you think like, okay, we got another one. But Zion's using his player power. Fair enough. I mean, he can do what he wants, really. But um, it sucks. Like he was cool. I I was I was really hoping to watch him and Brandon Ingram play together again because I didn't like it at first. But I I don't I didn't I mean like I didn't like the idea of it. But now that Brandon Ingram's developed so much as a playmaker, I feel like it'd be a lot more interesting to watch and see how they can how they could have coexisted. I mean, even with C.J. McCollum too, that probably would have been a pretty good team. And Jonas as well. Can't I mean, discredit. He's been good this year. Yeah, he's good, but like, is that really? He's been he's been pretty there? good this year. He's definitely a better. Uh, he's definitely better to have on the team. And than, uh, uh, Ingram, Ingram's been back. This was his first game in a in a pretty long time. Like this guy's been injured for quite a long time. Um, but yeah, he played against the Lakers last night, and they won. And I think he had a pretty a pretty amazing game. Uh, I'll just check that. Yeah, he put up a. He 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 put up a solid um, twenty six seven and five. But on well, good speaking, efficiency though, good efficiency. Speaking of the Pelicans, one guy I need to mention. I absolutely have to mention this guy on the Pelicans. Jose Alvarado signed a four year contract, six and a half million dollars this this off season. Um, love him. I think most NBA fans love Jose. He's just really like. He's just in your face. He's just in your face guard. Uh, one thing that's actually really cool about him is he does this thing. I saw this on Twitter. Someone tweeted a video of this. I can't remember who, but he does this thing where well, you know when after you like after you score a basket, the other team has to like inbound. So he does this thing where he hides in the corner and waits for the team to inbound and for the player with the ball to like start dribbling up the court and just runs up and steals it. Yeah, it's like T.J. McConnell, man. Because they're not expecting that, right? Like, they think that all five guys went back to go play defense. No, no. Jose's just sitting in the corner, in your half of the court, getting ready for you to inbound and then steal the ball. And it's amazing. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, my goodness, he just did that. Uh, that little compilation that I saw, so good. That alone is deserving this one. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's awesome. Love to see undrafted guys have good success in the NBA. I mean, he's not gonna be no Fred Van Vliet, at least. That's what we can kind of tell. But like, whoa, whoa, I, it's I hey, mean, it's too early hey, to tell. It's too know. early to tell. We can't we disrespect know. Jose like that. But I mean, good for him. Secured money. Uh, I mean, I'm, every guy who goes into the NBA just wants to support themselves and their family. And I mean, it's it's very awesome to see undrafted players get success because it's not too often that that happens like long term in the NBA. No, not at all. But uh, Jose is also just aside from all that, just cool player. Yeah, like, he's just a cool player to watch. And he's funny. You gotta get this guy mic'd up every single game. You do gotta get this guy mic'd up. Can he shoot? <laughs> yeah, okay. that's our that's our most that's our most people learned about Jose yeah. Alvarado. Yeah, that's where I learned oh, about him at least. I mean, that's a great clip. Um, How can you be asking that? So NBA? now we got to talk about just the playoffs as a whole. We're getting really close, like really, really close to the playoffs now. I think in a few, is it a few weeks or a couple of weeks that we'll be We've got uh, like seven finalized, games left of right? the regular season? Something seven like or that. six. Uh, something like, like that. One of that. Um, but yeah, like this playoffs is bound to be a great, like memorable year for the playoffs. Like every team, at least in the East right now, is crazy competitive. Like, you have these, uh, I'll just list them right now, but I mean, you've I mean, only you got Boston, only Miami, got Milwaukee, teams. Philly, Chicago, Toronto, Cleveland, and Brooklyn. And, and like half those teams have to go in the first round, which is, oh, just and you've crazy. only got six games separating the seventh and first seed. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. And the Brooklyn Nets are not one of those first seven seeds. Yeah, The Brooklyn exactly. Nets are the ninth seed. So you've got those first seven seeds, which are only separate, actually only by five and a half games. And then you've got the Brooklyn Nets. So we, like, in past years, it's always been, oh, the East sucks, the East sucks, the East sucks. The East is, first of all, every really team good in the Every team in really the plan is above 500. Every team in, in the East right now is, in the, like, 1 to 10 is above 500. And you cannot say that for the West at all. No. Like, in the West, you've got the, the, the eight, eight nine, and three ten. games below. 8, 9, and 10 are all under 500, yeah. which is crazy. And like, the East is finally, like, that powerhouse really conference. Good. Like, they're better. Like, they... Like in terms of depth of how good like the teams are, easily oh, yeah. way better than the West. Hundred percent. I mean, you compare the you compare the eighth seed in the net in the East, which is the Brooklyn Nets, and to the eighth seed in the West, which is the LA Clippers. Yeah. And that about that about tells you all you need to know. I mean, you can say maybe the West are better at the top, but not throughout. That's for sure. Which is always cool. I mean, the playoffs, the East playoffs are. Probably gonna be a lot more interesting than the West ones. Oh yeah, I'm very excited to see. Like these teams, some of them gotta go in the first round, which is crazy. I mean, I mean yeah, half of them. Yeah, and, and these are all great, great teams. Like, like Toronto, like Chicago, Toronto, Cleveland, and Brooklyn, like, and Brooklyn. Like those are the bottom four teams right now, like five through eight, and that's nuts. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, like Charlotte a healthy Cleveland, obviously is more scary than what they have now but um and even like teams like the hawks can make big noise in the playoffs we've seen them do it before and like that's not a team you can count out so you can see like some like big like big upsets in terms of talent not in terms of seeding but like you can see some like crazy stuff this year I'm, I'm, I'm very very excited like i'll be the most tuned in for this year's playoffs than i've ever been and for good reason too i mean but and like the west is just disappointing though You've got what? The I really hope the Timberwolves make playoffs, though. I really hope the Timberwolves make me playoffs. Too. Me too. Uh, the Timberwolves are great to watch, and they're really good. Just I think they'll in do general, it. they are very. They are a very good team. They're way better than the Clippers, Pelicans, and Lakers. But in a play-in format, it's hard to really say what's going to happen because it's a like it's a one-off, really. Well, I guess the Timberwolves have two chances, but if they remain the seventh seed, which I pretty sure they're locked into they can't slip any lower than seven but um yeah no it's 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 so tight in the east i mean like you can predict the west pretty easily i mean it's not crazy to make like some basic predictions for the west but just like yeah like this east is ridiculous like oh. every single team can put up a fight and it's so close like yeah like 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 you said one through four is like 47 and 20 all of them have 28 losses and two of them have 47 wins and two of them have 46 wins, which is crazy. Like, we could see, like, a totally different one seed in, like, just a few days. Yeah. It's it's good. This is how, this it's, is how it's supposed to it's be. It's great. This is how this the regular how season supposed... should be. Now, you know? in the West, obviously, you don't have that. But that's partly due to the fact that the Phoenix Suns are just... Dominant. They're just better than everyone else. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to say. They're just better. So... Mm-hmm. That that's what it really comes down to. Uh, if you like between between three and six is pretty competitive. It's only separated by about three games, but that's not the same as one to four, which is ridiculous. Now I want to do a little segment where we actually rank each team uh, one through ten in both respective conferences. Uh, we're just gonna rank them one to ten based on how much we think they can contend for a championship 10 being locked in this is easily like this is easily the team is going to win a championship no doubt in my mind and then one is like not at all no chance um so let's start with the west since they're a little bit easier uh to predict uh we'll go uh one through 10 so we'll start off with phoenix i mean this is pretty obvious uh i'd say like a nine to yeah. i'd say a nine i'm going i'm going, I'm going eight eight okay i'm going eight if nine is like, I mean, if ten is like a runaway championship winner, like nine is probably like a practically it's a like lock. Conference finals, finals oh, appearance. Oh, Phoenix, Phoenix Suns are probably gonna win the West. I mean, yeah, I, like maybe. I, if I was a betting man, I'm betting on the Phoenix Suns winning the West, and probably. I'm fairly confident in that bet too. 
I don't know how you can stop this team, but in a seven-game series. You know what, honestly, I, I might move it down to eight and a half because I have another team that I really have my eye on in the West. Um, okay. But Houston let's Rockets. talk about let's talk. <laughs> yeah, definitely Houston Rockets. But let's talk about Memphis. Um, I, I got Memphis at probably like a seven because they're too young right now. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down one again. I'm gonna say six. Six. Yeah. I I feel like. I don't know. I'd be pretty surprised if they even made the conference finals. To be honest, I'd be. I feel like yeah, they'll I make it into I, the second I round. Second I'd round be surprised. Exit. I'd be surprised if they didn't make the second round. But I think which isn't an so issue. Good. That's not an issue for no, that team. No, like, definitely it's, not. It's They're experience. So young. They just need to get experience. They're so young. Um, now, a team that I'm extremely hopeful for, which I'll probably rank the highest in the West, uh, is the wow. Warriors. If you get Curry back, I'm giving them a nine. This is my team that I'm hoping to see in the finals this year. I gave the Suns an eight. I'm gonna give the Warriors an eight as well, and that's with Curry. Yeah, with, with Curry, Curry fully this back. This is assuming uh, Curry is back. Without play. Curry, it's like a five. Yeah, I agree. Less than that. They're not. They're, yeah, they're not. They're they're not doing anything. I mean, if the, if they if the Timberwolves make it up to the sixth seed and the Warriors don't get Curry back in time with the first round, I can see the Timberwolves beating the Warriors in the first round. Yeah, if they don't get um, Curry, easily. If they don't get Curry back, but um. Yeah, no, the, it's totally relying on whether he's healthy or not, as um, always with that team. Let's talk about the one-man show in Luka Doncic. Whoa! I mean, you can talk about Spencer Whoa. Dinwiddie as well. Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie is on that team. <laughs> uh, but in the playoffs, it's it's going to be Luka. Luka versus and the And Spencer world. Dinwiddie. And, um, I mean, man, I want to see this team make it out the first round because they have not in the past few seasons. Oh, it's been so and unfortunate. Luka, man, I, I feel for him. Like, <laughs> I'd be getting it's frustrated. It's been so unfortunate. But, jeez, uh, like, I really want to see a big free agent go there soon. But, yeah, Luka... Luca's got to carry. Luca, Luca's really got to put on the backpack here. Um, I think they can I, beat the I, Jazz. What, what number would you give them? I think I give them like a like a six and a half. I give them the same five. They're not winning a championship. There's no way. But I think I would. I would if I had to choose. I'd pick them to beat the Jazz in the first round. Yeah. Just based off what the seeding is right now, that's who they'd match up against. Yeah. Um I could see the, I could definitely see them being the Jazz, but again, I can't see them winning another playoff series. Yeah, I can agree with you there for sure. Uh, then let's talk about the Jazz, since they're right under them. Uh, I'm going to give them uh, a 5 or a 4. Yeah, I think they're a first-round exit if they're playing against the Mavericks. Yeah, I don't have a lot of faith in this team. Just can't count. They're good. They're, they're a good team. They're a good regular like, season I, team. They're, they're a good playoff team, too. I, I, like, I, don't, I don't like this whole bad playoff team narrative with the Jazz. But they're a good playoff team, too. It's just that they're coming up against other very good teams, so they're losing. And they're just simply not better than those teams. And there's, they'll probably come up against another team that they are just not better than in the first mm-hmm. round. Mm-hmm. Then we got the Nuggets. I'm going to give them a, a pretty a, a pretty generously higher rating. I'll give them a 7.5, maybe 8. The Nuggets? The Nuggets are good. 7.5. If there's no Jamal and Michael Porter Jr., I'm giving them like a 3. Really? You don't think Jokic can get them out of the first round, maybe out of the second, and compete? Out of the second, second there's zero not chance. Not in the second round, not in the second round. Uh, I if, think if they can get them out of the first round. Based off the seating right now, they'd be playing against the Warriors, and if Curry's back, it's like a six-game series, max. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're not doing anything. Yeah, I don't These think These predictions so can come back and bite me so hard. <laughs> so you're just going to give everyone low, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, have, I, I gave this... I went pretty high on the Suns. I gave them an eight. All right, all right. Um... Let's talk about the uh, Timberwolves. You were just talking about them, and you want to see them play the Warriors. Um, but if this team can make it uh, into the three. playoffs, I mean, I give them like yeah, a three or four. Honest, and then they're just not I think, ready. They're not ready. No, this is their first. Well, they had that one little run in with Jim Butler, but Cat was the only one out of like only. If I'm not mistaken, the only significant part of that team that was still there, uh, Anthony Edwards is going to be his first playoff experience if he makes it. Um, and for the last three teams in the play-in, I think Clip- it's just a Clippers, zero. Clippers, I got um, Paul George comes back. I'll give him a two. Uh, sure. Pelicans, I'll give them a one. And Lakers, LeBron's back. Um, oh. Zero. Zero. <laughs> They're not doing um, anything, dude. I don't know. Like this play in LeBron. I mean, what we saw. They're not. Last year. They, yeah, they might make the play in. Like they might like make I mean, the like, playoffs right through the play in. Yeah. But 
then they're probably First losing round, five to the Suns. They're gonna get bounced by the Suns, maybe even swept again. So I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll give them like a one. Uh, I'm I, I'm just giving those bottom three teams. Even if AD them. comes back, they're not beating the Suns. Oh, so no, no, I'll no. give them one. I'll give them one. Just oh uh, based on the fact they have LeBron James, that gives them one point. We've just we've just committed the greatest sin in uh, basketball. It's betting against LeBron James. Yep, that is that is but, um, the greatest sin. Oh uh, God, I hope so. That was that was back. pretty easy ranking. Yeah. Uh, the West. So let's move into a more challenging ranking. Uh, let's talk about the East. Oh yeah. So we basically have, no have four teams that can be the one seed right now. So let's talk about Boston, the current one seed. Um, I'll give them. Do do we think they're making it out of the East? I don't think so personally, but I'll give them a solid um, eight. If Rob, look, I can. I'll put this on the record. I'll put this on the record. Had Robert Williams stayed healthy, had the whole Boston team stayed healthy, and uh, nothing came up or anything like that, my finals prediction would have been Phoenix Boston. Okay. But now without Robert Williams, a little different. I'm eh? I'm not really sure. I don't right. think they're going to make it out now. I would... Oh, well, you think he might be back by the time they make it to the I, I, I have no finals, idea. right? It's hard to say now. It's 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 too early to say. It. I mean, it's tough, but... um, Oh, God. I, I can't see them making it past the second round even without Robert Williams on the team. I just don't know how I feel about them making it super like deep out of the East. I don't know. I'm not think, too like, sure. Second round team. I think they're more of a second-round team as well. Um, let's talk about Miami. Uh, I have a little more faith in Miami than I do in Boston, which is kind of not a yeah. like, most common take. But, I mean, Miami, they've got experience. So oh, yeah. um, I'm also going to give them a 8 as well. Ooh, I can't give them right, eight, you know that's what? the no, same no, thing no, I give no, the Suns. No, 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 no. I give I'm the Suns give... an eight, so I can't give them I was thrown out nine. I gave the Suns eight and a half, so you know what? I'll give Miami seven and a half. I'll, I'll, I'll go one down, too. I'll follow that same thing. I'll give Miami a seven. I'm, I'm, if, if the seeding stays as it is, and Miami and Milwaukee end up opposites on the bracket, on the playoff bracket, that's my, that's what I'm confident the conference finals is going to be. All right, yeah, but then I can see. Let's talk about Milwaukee. Um... Nine. Nine. I have faith in Giannis, man. Nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, nine. Wait, nine. that's higher than what you gave the Suns. Um. Yeah, it's half a point higher. Wow. I was going to give them the same score. I was going to give them the exact same score. Um. Whoa. That no, was, you don't that like was that nuts. one, eh? No, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. I, I honestly don't like that one at all. Um, hey, man, bet against Giannis. Gladly. Like, okay. I, I will. <laughs> I mean, they could, the Suns couldn't stop him last time. I don't know. That's last time. And that last was Giannis Chris playing Paul only had one shoulder. Giannis was also playing through injury as well. Chris Paul had one shoulder. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, that's I'm never. You won't catch me betting against my guy, Chris Paul. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, Chris Paul is not my guy, but all right, um, all right. no, 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 no. Nine. Uh, the Suns. You know what? Maybe since you just no, no, no. Keep me, your score. Keep you know your what? score. Keep Fine. your. Don't change up. Don't, don't switch I up. I won't change up. Nine. And let's talk about Philly. This is the team I want to see in the finals. Okay. I'm not going to give them a nine because most of the reason why I rate them so highly is because I just like them. But um, I'll give them a eight. How do you feel about the Philly? Six. Six? Six. Oh, my God. I don't like that at all. Okay. It's not happening. There's nothing. Look, you've got the, your two guys, and that's it. And Tobias Harris, I guess. And Tyrese Maxey. He's not a playoff difference maker. And neither is Tobias Harris, to be fair. Matisse. Anyways. Um, DeAndre Jordan. All right. I, 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 I think that turned you off that. from that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I didn't hear that. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Chicago Bulls. One. Zero. Yeah. They, they stink. They, they are they so stink. bad. They're actually about They're... to lose the Knicks right now as well. They are really bad. I I I told you before yeah, the season they lost started. The Knicks. They just lost. The I Knicks. told you before the season started. This Chicago Bulls team is not that good. 
and they are not that good. They started no. insane. Uh, they can't beat Ooh, a single they're good bad. team. <laughs> I think they're bad. like 0-15 or 0-16 against the top three seeds in every conference. I'm pretty sure we already mentioned that last time, though. But no, there's there's no substance there. Nope. If it, like they're if they play against the 76ers in the first round, they're losing. If they play against anyone else in the first round, they're losing. No, they're they're not good. They are not good. Um, yeah, that th- that's all there is to it. Uh, I if I'm if I'm if like. So the next team up is the Raptors. The Raptors are a better team than the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, I'll give them a probably a six. Six? six. I was going to go for like two or three, but two or I, three. I, well, because they're going to play against one of the Bucks, Celtics, Heat, or Seventy Six in the first round. Oh, that's round. true. I was kind of just ranking them individually based on that's how fair. they're playing, but um, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll give them a six, not considering who they're going to match up against, but that is uh, fair. I'll give them like a five then if I'm going to consider it. That's fair. I think they're probably a first-round exit, but they're still yeah. a good team. First or second-round uh, exit. I can't see them making the second round. I can see the first-round series being close. I can see it going to six or seven, but I can't see them winning it. Yep, um, I agree with you there. In, next up is the Cavs. And if they were healthy, I think they're probably the fifth-best team in the wet East. But yep, I'll I agree. mean, we got to see how the Mobley situation develops. Even though it looks like it'll be fine, and the Jared Allen loss is a big one. They shut down Dean Wade too for the season, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, we didn't talk about that one. That's a huge loss. loss. Uh, I think that bumps them down to. I honestly, I'll give them the same score as the Raptors now, two or three, something around that. I'm gonna give them like a four. I'll give them a four. Yeah, that's maybe less, but this is the tough one. We have Brooklyn. This is a tough one. Turn the six upside down. It's a nine now. Nine. Yeah, but assuming the... assuming yeah. Ben comes back. You get Whoa. Ben on that roster, nine. Nine. So the only teams I gave nine would be the Warriors, Bucks. the Bucks, and the Nets. Wow. I mean... And then they're probably going to get bounced in the play, and then I'm going to regret saying that. <laughs> that would be funny, but... I don't know. I, I don't know. Honestly. You don't like that say, Ben, Kyrie, KD, I like Seth it, Curry. and I thought that the Seth Curry edition is huge. It is. Um, but. Blake Griffin. It fell off a cliff. Lob City. Not anymore. Maybe like five years ago. Um, Layup City. Oh, God. <laughs> Layup City. Oh, God. That's what Pistons fans thought. Uh, nine is too high. I'm gonna say like seven. Seven? You're not even gonna give them seven. an eight? No. Come no. On. I gave the Suns an eight. It's Kevin Durant. I gave and Kyrie the Suns Irvin. an eight. Forget about Benson. I gave the Suns an eight. Jeez. And they are not a better team than the Phoenix Suns. You're harsh with or out there. Simmons. You're harsh. But they're um, not better than the Phoenix Suns with or without Ben Simmons. And so I what, what would you give that like Dynasty Warriors team? Would you give them a ten or a nine or what would you give them? That Dynasty War like are we talking about with KD or without KD? With KD. 10 no 10? question okay no that was like the greatest team ever so there's 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 no question <laughs> so that's what there's, gets you a 10 no, that's a t- that's a 10 because that is like like going is that the only first... 10 in nba history then where would you put michael's bulls in there i mean i, I don't i don't want to tell you about a time i didn't watch so i'm not sure about that but maybe spurs uh, out of everything I've seen, out of all the basketball I've seen, yeah, that's the only ten I'd give. I agree with you. Those 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 Warriors teams. Uh, I mean, on, literally on the first day of the regular season, you already knew who the champion. You didn't know was how be. that happened. <laughs> I uh, that that was that, that Steph Curry eleven million dollar contract allowed that to happen. He was making eleven million when KD Remember was there. Remember that, like, well, the first year. That's crazy. That's and ridiculous. Why? He got extended. Because remember he had those ankle problems early in his career, so they didn't, they couldn't pay him too much, oh. and then he exploded. I wasn't around back the then. Steph Curry. But um, yeah, no, that's probably the only team. I think that'd be the only because literally first day of the regular season, it was like, okay, if they're healthy, they're gonna just they're gonna just demolish the league, mm-hmm. and they did. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. So there's nothing else to really say about it, but right. um. We can move on to the 9 and 10 seed in the East as well. They're both zeros. Uh, Charlotte and Atlanta. 
I'm going to say zero for Charlotte, and I'm going to say uh, I'll give Atlanta a two. They're not doing anything. Probably not, but I could see them getting a competitive second-round series maybe. It depends who they're playing. If they, they're the ninth or tenth seed, so they're going to be – they're the they're the, like if they finish as the ninth or tenth seed, they're gonna play against the first seed in the first round. So, and I can't see them beating any of Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, or Philly. Yeah. So that's why I'm. It's just a zero for them. All right. As far as I'm concerned. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So I mean, we'll we'll have to revisit these. Uh, we'll we'll do we a little will. segment where we revisit these after the playoffs. We uh, will recap and maybe be absolutely amazed at our predictions or we'll laugh about it uncontrollably um i think the last thing that we can kind of mention to wrap up this hour-long episode is uh uh darren collison just to recap some pacers news darren collison is a south bay laker uh that's cool i mean he's probably not making it back to the league but i think that's it um you know, you have the Kings fully injured. Uh, Justin Holiday had a pretty good game, so a little shout out there, like twenty and twenty and a, a few stocks. But um, yeah, Boyan's injured, coming back soon. Talked about that. Uh, so yeah, we'll wrap it up. This has been the Playbook and NBA podcast, talking all about the NBA. I'm Sal, joined by my co-host Mark. As always. Uh, Have a great rest of your day or evening. See ya.